Hey there, and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm your host, Chris White, and this is the podcast where we take a look at the message from the previous Sunday, and we go between the lines of that message. And so we've been in a series on Daniel, and uh, this past Sunday was actually the closing of that series. And so, Pastor Aaron, you've taught us throughout this whole series. Yes. And so uh, we're kind of at the end of that. We're going to talk about it a little bit today, but how are you doing this afternoon? Doing well today. It's kind of dreary out. last two days have been kind of rainy, <laughs> and so that's not, that's not great. We got to... Uh, one of our staff members, his mm-hmm. 18th birthday. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, so the youngest one on the That's staff. That's weird to say. It, didn't yeah, it is. So I remember, I remember when I was 18. Right? Is that yeah, like your, yeah. your dads you and all that back, kind of yeah. stuff? You know, go back down memory lane. So we were able to do that together today. So, mm-hmm. it's fun, so. yeah. So he's actually producing the he, podcast. He is producing for us. the podcast. Yeah. So if this doesn't make it in there, it's because he's edited it out. So we know, know what happened. Yeah. We know what happened. Um, so we like to always start with something fun. So I actually have some would you rather questions today awesome. to ask you. Um, so I thought they'd just be interesting. So the first one is this, would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? So this is probably an easy one for me. (laughs) And, um, so, I mean, reading is extremely important and you know, I'm all, I enjoy reading, but if I couldn't speak, I think I would go like crazy Crazy. insane. Yeah. Cause like I, Mm -hmm. I enjoy talking. And so if I didn't have that ability to communicate with people, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would be done. And my wife yeah. would agree with that statement. She would I mean, agree yeah, with this she, statement. Would she, always, she want you to rather read She than speak might, rather. would rather have me read than speak, you know? I mean, like, I'm never short for words at any time, you know? And it, she probably would get out of places quicker is what yeah. she would tell you. Yeah, you yeah, know? probably. So. I feel like at some point, though, like, I might run out of things. I'd be repeating myself a lot. Like, if I couldn't read, I don't know if I, you know, new things new maybe. Things? I don't know. Yeah. Which now, though, you have, like, audiobooks and you got YouTube. Like, there's so many other ways no, honestly, to bring I mean, kind of work. I see the yeah, workaround. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, I audible you know like i'm good to go you're still there right so uh second one is this would you rather go back to age five with everything that you currently know now or would you rather know now everything um that your future self will learn know now everything my future self yes. would learn so mm-hmm. i'd get all the wisdom of the next yes. parts of my but years stay or- where you're at age wise yeah and stay where I'm at age-wise. Yeah. Like, I don't even get older in that. No. Like, I Well, get, no, you'll like, eventually I, I could, get older, eventually... but starting from now, you know everything is going to happen. Or go back to age five. Or go five. back to age five, knowing what you know now. Knowing what I know now. Yeah. Then do I continue to get old yeah, at age five? Yeah, so I would have... It's like I a redo, would, basically. It's a redo. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Wait, okay, now that kind of changes the whole It's you know, a redo question. with, like, the cliff notes. Like, you know what's going to go on. So a redo yep. with the... Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, this one's hard. I yeah, I know. So, which one would you choose? I, you know, it's it's one of those things where like I'm, I like my life, you know, uh-huh. I like my kids and my wife. So, I almost would say I would just want to know like the future information so that I could become better from here on out, mm-hmm. you know. But then it, it is hard because the other part is like, well, if and I now knew, that you said, hey, I like my wife and my kids. <laughs> like, I mean, I have only one answer that I'm even allowed to give on this podcast now. I so, set you up. So last I time I throw back you to you. Up. So so yes, it would be about the future and all the wisdom that I would gain and stuff. I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, I would think it would probably be the future. Like if I could learn everything I need to know about the future and like possess it now, mm-hmm. I think there would be some some great things and i feel like it's still i'm getting older but i still feel like there's a lot of life ahead of me so like i feel like there's a lot i could do with that so i agree i agree i think that one makes more sense for me uh the last one is this uh would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard okay so (laughs) i have an answer no i get to go first you know you don't get to take my answer so um 
I have no dance skills. Like, I mean, like, no rhythm. Zero. Like, yeah, like, I am, like, the most uncoordinated I'm the same. Um, so person when it comes to, like, dancing mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I say some of that, like, I mean, at least when we grew up in church, like, mm-hmm. there was kind of this, like, notion, like, like dancing was wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like that it was kind of what it was, right? It, that's well, like, that's a big part of yeah. it. I think I would have had a lot more rhythm. Like if I was like in a different, mm-hmm. um, but singing, like I can't sing a lick. Yeah. And I mean, you guys all tell me that all the time around here. At the office. That. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's okay. Like I, I own it, uh-huh. but I will still sing to anything. And I really just don't care that you much. You know, care. like, I mean, like if it's playing, I'll sing it. And then people come in and mm-hmm. tell me I'm not even singing the right lyrics. And, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter to me, you know? So yeah, I do that, that all the time. Like, especially with like, I shouldn't say this, but I guess like with worship songs, mm-hmm. like I'll hear, like, cause you hear so many of them. Sometimes I just feel like the lyrics like overlap each it, other. I'll start singing a song and I'm like, what? that's, Nope, that's different. You I know? just consider it a mashup. Is I that mean, like, that's kind of the cool thing. Like, you know, like they just like, make a new song and I'm like, it's a mashup. Or I just tell people, like, I'm an original artist. Like, You're really, original. I, I could I write wrote this these song. Lyrics. I just really rewrote these lyrics and made it better. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. I would be singing too. I can't dance to save my life. So it would have to be, it would have to be singing. Yeah. Um, so as we get into kind of the serious part of the yeah. podcast today, um, this past Sunday, you finished our series in Daniel and we did this by diving into the subject of the end times, which yeah. is a very, uh, deep, uh, you know, concept and there's a lot in it. I think a lot of times, um, now before we get into this, this content, uh, let me ask you this question. Why do you think we find the study of the end times so fascinating, but also why is it so challenging at the same time? Fascinating and challenging. So mm-hmm. I think there's a, a couple things. I mean, I, actually, I think there's a lot that kind of plays into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we find it very fascinating because it, one, like if you look at scripture and what it talks about the end times, and we, you know, even the book of Daniel, where we see these prophecies, and that was, I mean, I hope that came across a little bit mm-hmm. on Sundays. Is like he he saw and already has already predicted the 483 years. Like these events yeah. have actually occurred mm-hmm. and so we find it fascinating because i mean you asked this question just a minute ago like would you like to know the future yeah. and like be able to have it like now and it's like oh mm-hmm. that would be really awesome well mm-hmm. the the prophecy that we see in the bible and like some of these end times things that that we see it's fascinating because it's speaking to a future moment that we're all kind of going okay when is mm-hmm. this going to happen and some of that stuff i think there was a renewed side of this even um i mean there's so many movies out there so I mean, even mm-hmm. like for like unbelievers yeah like there's these doomsday like of the world movies i mean mm-hmm. i think i've watched about 100 million oh, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like i mean there's all these different movies that have come out and so i think for believers mm-hmm. they want to go hey what's the end time in, in the scope of the bible i think there's a whole nother group of culture in like the world that maybe aren't even followers of jesus christ but like mm-hmm. they've gotten intrigued by like this doomsday stuff that it's yeah. like oh i'm really intrigued about it and mm-hmm. so it seems like everybody kind of perks up their ears like when we start talking about some end time stuff and now mm-hmm. like i come a little bit from like the other side mm-hmm. so um like if I'm being like just truthfully honest, this is the first time I've ever like preached or spoke or taught uh-huh. like on end times. Yeah. Like I've just never um, like I I I've no, you know I know some of those things. Um, I like I said Sunday, I don't claim to be like an expert on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like even me and Abby were, and I and I and I think that's part of it. Is there so much of it is kind of confusing? Mm-hmm. Um, it's consuming. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like you start opening one thing and it leads to another and like you just mm-hmm. kind of keep going when you start getting into all these little details, you know, yeah. and um, and I think I even saw that just in talking to like Abby about the the message this Sunday and like in times and, and she's like, are you talking about that blood moon and like, you know, uh, I mean, like yeah. these different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm not talking about all that. Like, because like, I don't know if I have my head wrapped around uh-huh. like yeah. where all that. But like, 
you know, the, the, the nuts and bolts of it. And so I think it's, it's fascinating, mm-hmm. but then it can get really like, where is this piece and how does this piece play out? And mm-hmm. has this already happened? And so it can get really confusing to people, I think. Yeah. I think like, I grew up in church. And so, you know, all these, these different cultures of how it's being taught and different things like that. Yeah. And I think it, it can come across as confusing. Um, and by the way, like not to just like, I think Sunday you did an amazing job in this short amount of time that you had to like really dive in and give us like an overview of those Hopefully. prophecies. And I think that's, that's that's awesome, but I, if we spent all the time like talking uh, about it, that, I think we would we would probably have a long podcast, and people it, may not listen to. They, the they may not, you know. So like, we really encourage you, like, if you miss Sunday service, yes, like it's up on YouTube, it yeah, exactly. and you can catch that too, you know, yeah, as far as that goes. You, so what I wanted to talk about today is kind of the application behind it, because yeah. I think you know you you say this all the time. Application is everything when it comes it, to scripture. Like, yeah. how are we applying? what we learn to our life. And so you said in this, you said that Daniel tells us that God needs us to be wise and shine amid the darkness. Uh, so kind of take a minute to explain. So when he's talking about being wise here, he's talking about like, know these things that he's prophesying, know these things that he's talking about, right? And, and to use that and be wise and shine amid the darkness. So take a minute, explain what that means in the context of how we should process end time prophecies mm-hmm. and, and kind of look at that, like as believers, how should yeah, we? How do we, and how do we shine that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, it is all about the application at the end of the day, you know? And so, you know, knowledge is this, um, I understand it, you mm-hmm. know? And I, and I, I looked at people Sunday, and even if you're listening to this podcast today, as I said, hey, hopefully now we have an understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but wisdom is the ability to apply it, you know? And mm-hmm. so what are we going to do with that? And that's that's anything that we learn in the Bible. You know, knowledge, I, I understand it. Wisdom is my application mm-hmm. of it. And so we always got to ask, how do I take this and how do I walk out wisdom inside of my life? And so when it comes to the end time prophecy, we see in Daniel, he goes, hey, this is why I'm telling you all this, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think the, the wisdom side of this says is that what we see in end time prophecy and what we always have to keep kind of at the forefront of our mind is we win like yeah. as believers mm-hmm. we win like mm-hmm. this is how if you don't you can get caught up in all the other stuff <laughs> and when is this happening and mm-hmm. is this the mark of the beast i mean like that's been like a big one recently oh, yeah, yeah. you know i mean i've heard people go tell me you know they're gonna put the mark of the beast in a vaccine and mm-hmm. they're gonna, you know and like i mean so like we get so like worried about some of those things we win yes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like we win inside of this and so if we understand it we have the knowledge of it what is the wise thing to do how do we actually apply it mm-hmm. and so in light of knowing that we win mm-hmm. how are we going to share this with other people in light of what's to come mm-hmm. i think the question is, is how many people do we want to take with us yes. you know how many mm-hmm. people do we want to get to heaven with us and mm-hmm. um and and show that and shine mm-hmm. that light and so how do we share our faith how do we share the hope that we have in christ how do we bring peace into some situations that people are don't mm-hmm. have any peace about i mean people been like yeah. i mean just intense kind oh, of yeah. right now oh, with yeah. everything that's going yeah. on in our world and that lack of peace and so but i think some of it because mm-hmm. i mean i've heard people tell me time and time again do you think the world's coming to an end yeah. do you think the world's coming to mm-hmm. an end do you think the world's coming in no i don't think it's coming to an end yet mm-hmm. because i haven't seen all the prophecies fulfilled yet yeah but we're getting closer. Yeah. You know. And I think you, you mentioned that too, is that it, it is the knowledge of these things. It's knowing mm-hmm. the signs and, you know, you don't know the time. I think mm-hmm. you said, you know, we know the signs. We don't know the time. Exactly. Um, we don't know that time frame, but we can, as believers, we can say, we know these are the signs. We know these mm-hmm. are the things to look for. But I, I think you said it, you know, you just said it a minute ago and I've always, this is always something I believe. Well, I don't say always, but since like 18 or so, I've always kind of had this thought process of like, why am I going to get so caught up in mm-hmm. all of these things and get so consumed with it that I lose sight of the fact that like there's people exactly. who need to know Jesus, who need to have this relationship? And I think knowledge is key. 
I think it's good that we know these things, but I think how we apply that and how we help people draw closer to him is so important. And, you know, and, and so I think we just, you know, that is a big part of it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's why, like, when people ask me, like, in times questions, like, I, I'll look at them sometimes and be like, I, I'm not your theologian. <laughs> on in, like, I, I, I can grasp it. Uh-huh. Probably, to be honest, probably to grasp it to the level of what I shared, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that was probably me mm-hmm. dumping out most of like my understanding of end time yeah. prophecies. But, you know, it's because it, there's a bigger picture for me, you mm-hmm. know, and like I want to spend more time going, how do we shine? How do we, yeah. you know, he talks about shining the bright to bring people into righteousness, mm-hmm. you know, and and that kind of expedites the process of Jesus coming back, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and we're longing for that, you know, and that's mm-hmm. good news and it's celebration. And, and uh, you know, somebody told me after church Sunday, like, man, I was always scared of it, mm-hmm. but like there's good things that are going to come in the end times. Yeah. For those of us who have the hope, there's some really good things that are coming Uh our way and we should be really excited about that. You know, and that's what gets me fired up. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not, Hey, how's this? It's man, there's some good things that are coming and I want to see as many people experience that as possible. Yeah. And that leads me to this. You used a quote in the message. It's from Craig Rochelle, I believe. And it says that we should do anything short of sin to lead people to righteousness. Mm -hmm. Now, this bold, this is a bold sounding statement, and maybe some people hear that and they yeah. kind of get caught off guard. Um, so I wanted us to talk about it a little bit. We now we we've heard this, you know, we've yeah. talked about this in leadership circles and things like that. But like, kind of explain that a little bit to people. What does that mean? Anything a part of sin to lead yeah. people to righteousness? So uh, you know, obviously, like working in the church, sometimes like you know, people will look at things that that maybe you do, and they may go, "Why do you, why do you why are you doing mm-hmm. that?" You know, like are, are, should we be doing that? And I think the answer back sometimes is like. Yeah, we'll do anything to win people to Christ. And mm-hmm. so where we're going to draw the line in the sand is um, is the sin. Like, I mean, yeah. we're not going to go any, against anything that Scripture teaches. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, I think everything else is an option mm-hmm. on the table, you know, like, yeah. you know, we're not going to compromise the word of God. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, we're not going to sin. We're not going to do things that are ungodly, mm-hmm. but man, we're going to use every other resource that we have at our dis, um, disposal or disposal to reach people for, for Christ, because yeah. this is the business that we're in. Like we, mm-hmm. we, we can't lose focus of this, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes we, we do lose focus of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like growing up in the church and stuff like that, it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't do this, you know? And like, so like things like this, like I remember, um, this was before when I was growing up in church in our church in Michigan, um, we did an oldies night in the park mm-hmm. and, there wasn't Christian, it wasn't, it was oldies, yeah, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and it wasn't Christian music. And we had people that kind of pushed back, like, you're going to go do, like, it was a dance. We had lights mm-hmm. and DJs and like, mm-hmm. we, we searched thing and it was to attract people that were just coming into the park and go, Hey, we're gonna have a fun evening tonight, mm-hmm. you know, come out and hang out with us and we're gonna build a relationship. Yeah. And so there's one side of it that goes, why would you use that secular music to, mm-hmm. you know, you're not really just sharing the gospel preaching. No, we're building relationships. Yeah to shine light into the darkness, to bring mm-hmm. people into a right relationship with God. Yeah. And so there's an ends to the means. And I mm-hmm. think if the, you know, there was nothing sinful that went on, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we didn't play musics with cuss words in it and things yeah, like yeah. that. We were very strategic inside of that. But why, why, mm-hmm. why are we complaining about those yeah. things? You know? And I think mm-hmm. in the church we have those sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, like, Oh, why are you going to do that? Or man, why are you doing that fun event? Like, you know, what, mm. what's the purpose of that? You know, nobody's got up and shared the gospel. No, our lives are the gospel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more contact I come in with somebody, the more that they should see that gospel light, you know? And so mm-hmm. I use the illustration. That's why we give things away. That's why mm-hmm. we, we, we do these things. This is why we give backpacks away and food and, mm-hmm. you know, we go places and we invest in the community partners. Like we just want to shine light mm-hmm. everywhere that we go. And so anything short of sin. Yeah. 
that's the drawing point. Mm. You say, where's the line? There that's it is. The line. <laughs> you the know, line. and if we yeah. uh, if we cross over that, then we're in the wrong. But anything mm-hmm. else, yeah. you, we're just getting picky. Mm-hmm. And we need to watch that. Yeah, and I think you, you see that with Jesus. I mean, you know, we talk about all the time, right? Like Jesus would go out of his way to do things that even culturally at the time were like, why are you doing that? You know, you I think you mentioned this two weeks ago. You talked to him and go to Zacchaeus' house and having dinner with him, right? Like people of the mm-hmm. time would have looked at him and been like, oh, you shouldn't be there because it's the wrong environment. It's the wrong place. Yeah. But Jesus knew he had to build the relationship before he could see the life change. Mm-hmm. And so he built the relationship. And I think that's just so important yeah. to see. And, and, you know, and some of that, you know, um, there's a lot of religious mindsets that we fall into. And if you've mm-hmm. grown up in church, you've grown up around the church, mm-hmm. we can get very religious sometimes. Yeah. And, and a lot of times we chastise them when we teach about them mm-hmm. and when we read through the bible we chastise them yeah. uh, but we there's a lot of times that we're more like pharisees than we are yeah. like the people that jesus actually hung out with yeah and um and and i think this is one of those issues sometimes mm-hmm. that if we're not careful yeah. we're like why are you doing you, you can't go do that uh-huh. with them you what yeah. you're hanging out with who you know mm-hmm. like i'm not sinned i've not got crossed yeah. any lines i'm not crossing any borders like i want to shine light into their life yeah. you know and so um there's a line mm-hmm. you know and i think you know people need to know that there yeah. is a line but they're but man we got to reach people yeah. however and and i think that's part of the series like mm-hmm. time short yeah like what's the wisdom thing to do let's take some people with us yep yeah so true so you ended this series with three points so mm-hmm. at the close on sunday you you told us three points that kind of sum the whole series of exactly. Daniel's up. And these are the three. is uh, to follow God and not culture, yes. um, to be ready for Christ's return, and ten, then to make the most of this life. Can you kind of summarize yeah. these three points quickly and just yeah. kind of explain to us what So that, that first one, follow God, not culture, is, mm-hmm. I mean, really was the first half of this book of Daniel. You know, culture is going to try to influence you. It's going to try to tame you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing that we were just talking about reaching people. Um, we're not to withdraw from culture, mm-hmm. but we're not to allow the culture to get into our lives, you know. So I can um, I can be in culture without the culture being in me, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's about setting that temperature It's instead of reflecting it, you know. So I'm not going to allow culture to define who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow it to change my values. And so I'm going to choose God mm-hmm. at every step of the way. And it's just back to that simple, basic principle. God's word is the foundation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk God's way in the midst of this culture and the world in which we live in. And so if we're doing that um, – you know, that's a, that's something we're going to have to push against all the time. And so mm-hmm. I think we just run our lives through that lens. You know, how's culture influencing me? And if we find ourselves drifting there, mm. let's get ourselves back to center. Yeah. And let's get back to going, hey, God, I'm, your state, your word is the standard for my life. Um, I think the second thing was uh, be ready for Christ's return. Like, yeah. this is the thing that should calm everybody's fear <laughs> when it comes to, like, in times, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we talked about the pastor scripture. I think it was Paul, um, but I'll be blameless for Christ's return. Mm-hmm. And it's this is where this is how we're supposed to live our lives, you know, mm-hmm. just be ready. Yeah. And so, you know, if the extent of end time prophecies that that we know is just the knowledge that we picked up Sunday, mm-hmm. honestly, there's a part of me like when you say, Aaron, like, like yeah. that's enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. just be ready. Like, yeah. what what's gonna happen? Here's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be ready. And, you know, we talked about that, you know, I mean, the, the difference is Sunday, you know, some people are, their eschatology is, uh, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, yeah. I have a, I have a yeah. belief 
Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, I don't think we're going to be here. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're later on, like, it doesn't just be ready. Yeah, just be <laughs> you know, ready. Like, be ready. Don't think you're going to, you know, yeah. like, if you're if you if you are a post-trip person, you're thinking, hey, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get saved in the tribulation and I'm going to do whatever I want right now. <laughs> like, that's just not the wise way to live yeah. your life, you uh-huh. know. So what's the wise thing to do is just to go, I'm going to be ready. Yeah. I'm going to live my life blameless. I'm going to live my life without fault to, to all those that are around us. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really going to be ready. And then the last one is make the most of make, make the most of this life yeah. that we have. And um, we, we talked a little bit about that when we talked about the handwriting on the wall mm-hmm. and, you know, the making the most of the opportunities that are in front of us. And, um, man, it's so important. And mm-hmm. in, in scope or in light of what we know about the end times, that mm-hmm. it is coming. And and then we just pause there to say, you know, and I, and I hope that was clear, is that when we do look at the signs, is mm-hmm. that um, there are more of them happening right now in our generation than in any mm-hmm. other generation. And so I don't know about you, Chris, but I, I – probably from the time I remember hearing things in church, it was always God's coming back. God's yeah. coming back. God's yeah, coming yeah, back. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. then you kind of get burned on it at some mm-hmm. point and you're like, oh, <laughs> nobody knows the time. Yeah. So like, is yeah. it really coming back or is this mm-hmm. your scare tactic into trying mm-hmm. to get me to live? A, you know, we do see more of the signs happening. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know the time, but we do see the signs, you know? And so, you know, we got to be ready and we need to make the most of whatever time we have left here on mm-hmm. this earth. And so whether that's, five years, 10 years, or 40 years, mm-hmm. what are we doing inside of that? And um, the way that I like to look at this is if he tells us to shine in the darkness, to be that light, mm-hmm. to bring people to righteousness, then that's the business we got to get, get about. Yeah. And so making the most of this life isn't about mm-hmm. the careers that we're building. It's not about the successes that we have here on earth or the trophies that we feel like we're putting in our cases or you know those things. It's about how many people am I taking with us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when we think in light of eternity, mm-hmm. We're going to get eternity with Christ. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. I like it's incredible. Um, heaven's going to be an incredible place. When I say I haven't studied end time stuff, I actually wrote a paper and for my master's degree about heaven mm-hmm. um, because I felt like it was another misconstrued concept or whatever. And I learned so much inside of that. Just going, man, this is this is awesome. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. But the one thing that we cannot do in heaven mm-hmm. is take more people with us. Yeah. The one thing we can't do in heaven is find lost people because there will not be lost people in heaven. Yeah. And so are we making the most of the opportunity right now mm. to do the one thing that we will not be able to do in heaven? Mm-hmm. And if we live in that light, we're going to begin to see that lost people truly do matter. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to have the opportunity in heaven to go, man, I wish I could have, I wish I could have reached my cousin. I wish mm-hmm. I could have reached my nephew. I wish I could have talked to my uncle about these things. I wish I could have talked to my best friend and really shared my faith with them in a way that they would have come to accept Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, that time's over. And yeah. so out of all the things that we're going to, we're going to be able to do so many incredible things in the future. And mm-hmm. we're going to be able to still do so many of the things that, that we love about why we go, oh, I want to stay here on earth for a mm-hmm. long time. The one thing we're not going to be able to do yeah. is, is find lost people. Yeah. And so we better get about that business now mm-hmm. and make the most of the time that's in front of us. So, so true. So true. I think that's that's the key to it all is that we have to understand we've been put here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's the purpose. The purpose is to, to bring people with us and to show the love of God. So as always, I like to ask if there was one point from this week's message, but I'll, I'll even broaden that up. If there's one point from this series that you go, hey, this is what sticks out to you. What would it be? Wow. Um, so I mean, like I like I I hope people have enjoyed the Daniel series. Like I've enjoyed mm-hmm. teaching through it over the last several weeks. And honestly, when we kind of started into it, like on our calendar, we had it as like a four week series. Mm-hmm. And I think it came to you guys like midway, and I was like, yeah, there's too much here. Like I think we're gonna we're gonna go six into this or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I do hope that people have enjoyed it. Um, it, you know, I think those two highlighting things, and and it really was kind of in that summary. You know, 
stand firm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if I could go back to what we've kind of said in this whole thing, you know, culture's, culture's pushing against us everywhere. You know, stand firm in your faith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stand firm, love well, love people well, bring more people to Christ. And then I think as we do that, we're going to have influence in those around us. And that's so important. Um, shine shine mm-hmm. like the stars and bring people to righteousness. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's some days I'm just tired of this world yeah. of all the junk that we do have to deal with in culture <laughs> and you get tired of it. So if I can expedite the return of Christ by having more people come to know God, uh-huh. then let's get as many people to know God as we possibly can so that when he's ready to come back, he mm-hmm. goes, man, everybody had that opportunity. Yeah. Um, you know, Sunday, I, I know you said one last thing, but no, you're fine. Say, you're you know, we're going to wrap this up here. You know, like, I, I hope people caught the image that our Father is in heaven, and Jesus wants to come back for us. He wants mm-hmm. to be here so bad. The Father's in heaven holding him back because he doesn't want to see anybody perish, and mm-hmm. he just wants one more, one more, one more, one more. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that those that are listening will be the people that go after the one more. I pray that we as a church will be the type of church that's always going after mm-hmm. the one more, one more, one more, one more, that we don't get caught up in all the other stuff that's going on around us and maybe yeah. all the re- other religious types of things that happens, mm-hmm. and we continue to go after the one because that's what Christ would do, and that's the heart of our Father. So good. And that a perfect segue here. We start a new series on Sunday called go. Ghost Stories. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, there's going to be a story at the beginning of the day that is just going to be awesome. We're going to do a baptism on Sunday. Yes. yes. And so um, it just ties right in with what we were talking about. So yeah. just encourage people to watch, be here in person it, if you can. It's going to be great. Bring somebody with you, yeah. you know, shine, <laughs> and, you know, and, and do those things. Bring mm-hmm. somebody with you. Uh, share the podcast. Share service times, mm-hmm. online services. Share those things and uh, help just continue to get the word out. Those are simple ways that we can continue just to influence our culture. That's right. Thank you so much for joining us for this week of Between the Lines, and we'll see you right back here next Thursday.